When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your girl, Jessie Mae Peluso. This is an old school OG episode of the Sharp Tongue Podcast where I just talk, answer some emails, comment on a couple people sliding into my comment section and trying to start a fight on puberty. We get to that. I also reveal a very special DM I got from someone who I am such a big fan of at the end of the episode, so make sure you hang around for that. And I also have asked you guys to send me your overheards. If you overhear something ridiculous, some non sequitur, anything from anybody, it could be somebody you don't even know, email those to me at jessiemaypelusocomedy at gmail.com. And thank you guys so much for listening every week. Our studio is coming along nicely. I feel amazing with all the challenges that we are forever facing each week. Something new goes wrong. Something new breaks. But hey, we are so grateful, you guys, with your support and your donations and all the ways that you guys give back to me. We've been able to have a really great studio experience, even with all of the ups and downs and the trials and tribulations of what that brings. So thank you guys so much, and I appreciate you listening every week, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode of the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 You're listening beep. to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie. Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. Talk about my dog sometimes. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. How's my hair? Gotta make sure my hair's good for a podcast. Hey everybody, this is just a regular episode. We're episode 372 is what we're on. Um, Something really exciting happened. Somebody super famous sent me a DM. Somebody who I love. So I'm gonna try to withhold my excitement this entire episode to reveal who that person is at the end. Now, you know... Stamos already agreed to be on this episode or on, on this podcast, not this episode. I would, I would be jumping out of my skin. He already agreed to be on the podcast. So it's not Stamos. So let your mind roll and rattle and think about who it could be. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll show you at the end. Um, I want to, I have a bone to pick. I have a bone to pick with some fans. I post regularly on the puberty on Instagram. Puberty posts a lot of feel-good videos. It's usually of animals, feel-good things, people doing kind things. You know, what goes on in the world besides everything else that we see on the news. Just, I think it's generally positivity that they put out. So they put out this video, and the caption is, I noticed a bear kept going on my swing in the backyard. So I set up a camera and captured this. Now, what this person captured is this bear literally barreling from the woods to the swing set and swinging and having a grand old time. Normally this is fine, but in my mind, I'm like, well, where is this your backyard? 
You're just chill with a bear in your backyard. So my comment was, they set up a camera. I would have broke down the swing. And you guys came at me. You came at me because you're no fun. You're no fun. And let's get into the replies to my message. One person says, clicks on recommended video, finds Jesse May in the comments. Good times. Another person says, LOL, exactly. That's his swing now. And that's the problem with me is that this bear is so comfortable with this swing. Obviously, this happens often. He even makes direct eye contact with the person filming. Like, what are you going to do? I'm a bear. I could chew your entire existence with one, one bite. I could kill you with one bite. So this bear is very cocky on the swing. Um, another person said, moved it far from the house. At least then set up the camera. That bear came flying in. So a few of you understand what my sentiment was. And then there's a couple people who go on the other direction. And they go on the other end of the pool. This person says, of course a comedian with no talent. It's not even a complete sentence. And by the way, OFC is not a fucking word. Of course. Oh, is it the new way of saying of course? Of course. It's not even a word. Of course. So let me read it the way she wrote it. A comedian with no talent. Oh, it's a guy. I just assumed it was a girl. However you identify. What does talent have to do with responding to a bear swinging on a swing set? Why do I have to have talent to comment in the comment section? By the way, how much talent does it take to spread hate? You, you have, you're very talented being a hateful person. I'd rather have no talent than have that talent. Another person just says, why? And I have the same question for you. Why you? Why, why you? <laughs> How come you? Um, that dude, Spaz, says, guarantee my cousin is a better comedian than you. Oh, your cousin? Oh. Oh. Oh, who's your cousin? If they're a better comedian, great. I don't care. By the way, there's so many better comedians than me. Also, there's people who think I'm hilarious and who get a babysitter and come out to see me live. So, uh, who's your cousin? It's such a weird thing to say. Not you, because you're not a comedian, so you're not better than me. But your cousin's a better comedian? Okay. I wasn't trying to be funny. That's the thing about being a comedian. Can I just comment in the comment section like a regular person, like the rest of you fools? I'm telling you what I would have done. They set up a camera. I would have broke down the swing. N not even attempting to be funny, only saying what I would have done in the situation if there was a bear charging the swing set where I assume children are playing. No one is thinking about the kids. They're focused on <laughs> my stand-up capability. No one gives a fuck if the kids get eaten by the bear. We have to have a supreme stand-up your, your, your stand-up ability has to be like impeccable in the comment thread. No one's even thinking about the children. Then someone says, I don't think they realize you're a comedian. I'm glad he used your right. Um, and it looks like some people have deleted what they said because I know there was some more hateful questions and hateful comments in there. Um, someone said, oh no, this is me. Now that is the best thing I've read. What if the kids were there? Oh, no, somebody said that to me. Okay, I thought I responded to somebody. No, they said that. That's the best thing I've read. What if the kids were there? Exactly. What if the kids were there? I'm not trying to be a comedian. I'm being real. Where are your children if you're filming a bear? <laughs> it's an honest question. Oh, I just saw that my cousin liked this post. 
any anywho, if you guys are looking for a little bit of joy in your life, puberty ends up posting really fun stuff. Just don't leave a comment because people take it so seriously. Why so serious? Can't even have fun anymore. I'm over here just... I guess I just can't have like a regular observation without people assuming I'm always trying to be funny. Tears of a clown. It's so hard. Oh, I also wanted to ask in the vein of voyeurism and us watching this bear. I sent a few weeks back. Um, I, I posted a video. It's called Gymception. I don't think we titled it during the episode, but people filming themselves at the gym. I film people filming themselves at the gym now. And so if you guys have any videos of people doing weird stuff at the gym, I would like it. And I would like to feature it on the podcast in our little segment I'm going to call Gymception. I, I can't stand it. I can't stand when people film themselves at the gym. No one's living to live. We're all living to capture. We're not living to experience the moment. We're living to capture the moment. And it's more evident at the gym than ever. I can't stand when people film themselves. Everyone's a gym professional now everyone's a trainer by the way this guy had the posture of a scarecrow on steroids a scaroids that's what he was he was a scaroid I would put him up in the field if it's a football field he'll scare away all of the weak football fighters players whatever they're called the athletes who run the ball down the field this guy was shaped like everything hurt that's not natural and he's filming himself And then I'm in the background. I don't want to be in the background. I look like a crazy person at the gym. I look like like Charlize Theron from the movie Monster. And and I'm okay with that. Let me work out in the gym and look like a demon without being on your fake budget gym fitness videos. Fitness with Leroy. No one's watching. I'm coming in a little hot. I miss a segment I used to do called Carpe DMs, so we're going to do it in this episode. This episode's just going to be a fun little Sharp Tongue podcast recap. Taking a sip of my cold brew. I can't get my cold brew right. And I I try to resist going to a coffee shop because I literally bought a Cortado and it was $8. And I said, Afangula, why is this so expensive? $8! Even the bag of coffee's cheaper So I'm trying to perfect my home coffee and it is not going well. This tastes like prison juice. It's really bad. It's worse than in a waiting room when someone you love is dying, for sure dying, and you get that coffee out of the machine with a styrofoam cup. This is worse than that. I'd rather be in a waiting room than drink this. This is from my house. I even went to Marshall's. This is a problem with Pinterest. Pinterest gives you ideas you didn't even know you needed. And most of the ideas you don't. Pinterest is a thing. It's like, here's an idea you never knew you didn't need. A coffee station at your house? What am I, a Holiday Inn? Now I have a coffee station at my house. I have a coffee station equipped with fake flowers. I'm, I have a green thumb. Things grow in my house. I have a freaking coffee station. And I don't know why. Is it Okay. Deb's checking the camera. Did it stop? When did it stop? Okay, well, that's fine. Because this recording's still going. It's okay. You start it now? It's totally fine. We got this guy right here. Yeah. Mark a, um, make a note on, let me see. I'll tell you right now. 
guys were were working. Nine forty on the audio. Just make a note for yourself. So Pinterest is a place where it's like, here, here's an idea you didn't know you didn't need. A coffee station. So now I have a coffee station in my house. Am I the Holiday Inn? Am I the the Marriott? I didn't even know I needed that. And I don't need it. But it makes me feel so happy to have it. I've got a little set of fake flowers, which I don't need because I have a green thumb. I have real flowers all over my house. Well, not flowers, but plants. I've got a little jar of the ground coffee. I've got honey, a little bit of Splenda, a little bit of, of monk fruit. What do you need? I got. I even got a little CBD drops to add to your coffee. You want to spice it up. So I've got a coffee station now, and the coffee's still trash is basically the point. So don't come to my house for a Cortado. Spend $8. You'll be much happier. So Carpe DMs segment we used to do. I miss it. And now I'm opening it up to all people, not just the fellas, the ladies. So let's do a message from Tasha. Tasha says, hi there. May I ask if you have any interest to work with us? Kindly let me know. Best regards. Uh, who? Work with who? Because in her photo, it looks like she's got a cat hostage and she's holding it up. up kind of like how Michael Jackson had his kid held up over the edge of the, the balcony of that hotel. This woman's holding a cat like she's about to drop it over the edge of a hotel. She looks a little demonic. Like, she knows she's going to drop the cat. She's like, is this your cat? I'm going to throw it in the street. Even though we know all cats land on their feet, she looks like she knows something we don't about cats. That's how evil of a look she has in her face. And look at the cat's face. The cat is terrified. So I don't know where, where interest to work with you where. And then she says best regards with a comma that leads nowhere. Now, grammatically, there should be something beyond that, like the name or thank you or anything else. But she just leaves it. Which leads me to believe that this is a copy and paste scam. I've been scammed by Tasha, the cat murderer. I, I, she doesn't watch Netflix. Everybody knows you don't F with cats. If you fuck with cats, we're going to solve your murder. So I don't know. I have No, I have no interest to work with you because the cat looks like it doesn't want to work with you. And if a cat doesn't trust you, I don't trust you. I don't trust cats, but I do trust cats' opinion of other people. That could be a clip. We got a message here from John T. Booker. We both follow Tim Dillon. We have that in common. Heirloom tomato seeds. Oh, this is off of me complaining about there being no good tomatoes. Heirloom tomato seeds. I get mine from Baker's Creek heirloom seeds. But hey, that's just me. They mail them to my home. You're a good daughter, Jesse May. (laughs) Thank you, John T. Booker. I love that DM. So I'm going to have to get some heirloom tomato seeds. That sounds delicious. Heirloom tomatoes are good, but it's like, I feel like in a couple years, it's going to be horrible because everyone's going to find out it's good. So maybe I should cut this out so no one knows about heirloom tomatoes, but I think everyone knows because they're in the grocery store. It's the Beyonce of tomatoes. We got another DM, Tyrone Murray. He says, my name's Tyrone Murray and I'm from Baltimore, MD, and you're very pretty also. (laughs) Something tells me that an eight-year-old wrote this. He includes a photo of himself. We don't want to, I'm not going to post the photo, but I love that his credit is that he's from Baltimore, Maryland, which last time I was there, I almost got carjacked. Um, And I love that he says you're very pretty also. 
Like, that's the afterthought. Like, also, you're pretty. But the more important fact is that I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. No real solicitation. No real question. Very, very neutral and diplomatic way to slide into someone's DMs. I also got a DM slash text message from the city of Cal- the state of California, the city of Los Angeles, that jarred me. It says, despite being in a tsunami hazard zone like this one, some people are unprepared for a natural disaster. Sue, not me. I'm subscribed to receive emergency alerts from Notify LA. You too can sign up here. Stop to end. Well, first I want to stop the tsunami. First and foremost. Second, second, I want to stop the dad joke about the tsunami. Sue, not me. Gotta be honest. If I were hired to write this campaign, I probably would have written the same exact thing because I love dad puns. My humor is dad pun humor. Thirdly, I'm in a Fargan tsunami zone. Why is the rent so high? I feel like I should have tsunami zone rent, like free, because of the impending wall of water that's about to come slap me awake and then take me deep into the nothing for the rest of my life, which ended just then because I drowned in my sleep awake for a second, then sleep forever. <sighs> I've thought about it. If, if a tsunami comes, which dog I let go of first? <laughs> oh God, it hurts my soul. <laughs> it hurts my soul. Because there was that story uh, that I heard about a woman from the, the Thailand, the, the tsunami in Thailand years ago. The movie that The Impossible was based on. Or the, the, the tsunami that the movie The Impossible was based on with Naomi Watts. There was a woman I remember hearing about in the news who was flooded in the lobby of a hotel and was hanging on to two of her children and in order to survive had to let go of one of the kids. That's a story that has stuck with me. I can't imagine how hard of a decision that is as a parent. And as a dog mom, I realized dogs' lives are different caliber of value depending on the type of person you are human lives matter more than dog lives to a lot of people and you know in some cases that's true but some of the best people I know are dogs so I've had to equate this to my life if I were flooded in a hotel lobby with all of my dogs (laughs) which one would I like oh I don't know I think I'd drown with all of them (laughs) don't make me make that decision chippy I can't let go of Chippy. Are you kidding me? I want to get that dog taxidermied. He's so cute. I couldn't let go of him. He's only four pounds. You can't let that drown. I don't even know if he could drown. He'd probably be the only one that survived the tsunami. His little skinny ass would be floating away, leaving me to die (laughs) with Buddy and Carlin. I know Carlin would make me drown. He's, he would panic. Oh God, the thought of having to let him go. Oh the thought of having to let him go to save my other babies. I think what I would really try to do is wrap Chaplin around me because he's the tiniest. So I think I would wrap him around me in a t-shirt. Okay. I would really like apocalypse this. uh, It would be like the end of the world, quick survival. I wouldn't even grab my mom's ring that I love so much. I'd grab the dogs. And now thinking about this, I think I need like straps, like dog Bjorns to have in the room to grab in a, in a GIF. I would strap Chaplin in, then I would strap Bunny in, and then I would grab Carlin like like a shotgun. <laughs> and 
and I'd just be like, let's go. <laughs> and we would just have to ride the waves together and hope we all make it. I'm not letting go of any of them. That's the point. I'm not letting go of any of my dogs. I'm going down with the dogs. Who let the dogs out? No one. No one let the dogs out. You don't love your dogs if you let go of them in a tsunami. But I do want to renegotiate my rent now that I know I'm in a tsunami. Tsitsi fly? Tsunami zone? Not me. Tsunami. Bye. Let's get into some May Bay's mail. You guys sent me some mail. Um, there, well, actually, uh, I might have to save this one because this girl sent a couple videos. She's, so she, this girl sent me this email and I read it wrong. She was talking about my accent and, uh, she said, we get ridiculed all the time about the Liverpool Scouse accent. And I read it as Liverpool Syracuse accent because Liverpool Cuse I read it as like a just her being from my hometown, so I got excited. But I'm going to save this for another episode because she included a couple videos of the accent, and I haven't even watched them yet. So shout out to my sister from Liverpool, Scouse, and I will include your videos in the next episode. Uh, let's do a couple overheards. So I was on Abbott Kinney this past weekend, and there was so much to overhear. If you're ever in L.A. and you want to hear basics speak their indigenous language, go to Abbott Kinney or any farmer's market in LA. You'll hear what people who don't work for a living, what they sound like. So the first thing I overheard on Abbott Kinney was, and it came out of this voice exactly. Oh my God. He wants to pregame at six. He's so savage. Walk into traffic. Walk into traffic. He's savage because he wants to pregame at six. No, he's an alcoholic. He's a day drinker. He sounds like he doesn't have a job. Actually, it was a Sunday. and You know what? Any day of the week to pregame, it's the day of the Lord. So I'm not even mad at him. I'm mad at her. Pregame? The fact that we're looking at drinking like it's a game is the problem. But she was, you know, a youngin, probably in her late teens, early 20s. That's when you pregame. That's also when you hang out with people who pregame and they're so savage. Oh, you're so savage. He's so savage. Is he? Is he that savage? I bet he wears ankle socks and in in chino shorts. I don't even know if that's a type of pant. I'm just picturing a pant like the chino, but then having it be shorts because it's summertime. And a collared shirt. And his name's Sven. Is Sven savage? Another Another overheard on Abbott Kinney. You guys met before? I think we met at Trevor's birthday. (laughs) I wanted to choke him. But also I thought it was so funny because the two names I make fun of the most are Tristan and Trevor. And I use those names because my sister's bestie, one of her besties, has two kids named Tristan and Trevor. And I always thought it was the stupidest combo. But also like cool names, but just kind of annoying because when have you ever met a Tristan and Trevor that isn't annoying? And isn't a savage? You guys haven't met before? Um, I think we met at Trevor's birthday. And I wanted to be like, oh my god, I was at Trevor's birthday too. Were you guys there? Yeah, they had the ice luge. Everyone was doing fireball shots down the ice luge shaped like Trevor's championship golf trophy. It was so much fun. He's so savage. I started breaking my socks. 
I've asked you guys to send me in your overheards. And Claire came through. Claire Ellen, I told her I was going to read hers. First of all, she posted one because it is something that is on the internet, overheards in, in various places. Overheard a woman say very angrily on the phone, I married a stale ham sandwich of a human. And calling someone a stale ham sandwich is probably my new favorite insult. A stale ham sandwich. I can taste it. I used to have that sandwich as a kid. And it would get stale in the summertime because you'd make it. And because childhood was so much fun back then because you played outside, you forgot about your ham sandwich. And you'd leave it outside. And the sun would cook it. And then it would cool off and the bread would get crispy and you'd chip your tooth on it. That's the only time you ever needed to go to the dentist when you chipped your tooth on your stale ham sandwich. Those days are long gone. Don't marry a stale ham sandwich of a human. You deserve a fresh sandwich. Claire says, I just overheard this one at work as a nurse by one of the receptionists on her phone. Uh, wait, I just overheard this one at work as a nurse by one of the receptionists on her phone. Okay, so it's a receptionist on her phone. What do you mean... When will they move out of the house? There are three. Okay, wait. I'm trying to understand this. Okay, she overheard this one at work. She's a nurse. And one of the receptionists is on her phone and says, what do you mean? When will they move out of the house? They are three and 18 months years, 18 months old. You wanted two kids. You will be moving out before them, mate. Oh, so this guy wants the kids out of the house already. <laughs> What do you mean when they move out of the house? They are three and 18 months old. You wanted two kids. You will be moving out before them, mate. That is so messed up. But I also relate to it really hardcore. When are they leaving? Can you imagine having kids and then six months later going, when, when is it gone? 18 years and then it's not guaranteed. They may stay forever. Those babies may stay in your basement forever. You got to kick them out early. I wanted to leave from a young age. I wanted to get out. I felt like I, there was more for me out in the world. Luckily, my mom, you know, she was able to get rid of me at a young age. But some people, they got 35-year-olds in their basement. They're babies. So I understand this guy. You got you to start early. You got to kick them out early. Maybe not this young, but at least let them know, hey, this, this isn't going to be your place forever. You better shape up or I'll ship you out. I'm available for babysitting. E. Belly is a fan who uh, sent me some stuff. I believe from the Q's. We won't go into specific names. I think he asked to be somewhat um, anonymous in this. But he says, Jesse May, I know you like a good overheard. So here are a few I've written down over the past year or so from sales guys at work. If you're wondering why I wrote them down, it's because at one point I wanted to make a comic book with these ridiculous scenarios and remind them how nuts they all are. So let's get into a couple of his overheard. I heard Red Ball dissolves your tongue. No, but protein shakes eat your wiener. <laughs> this is such... What, what did Trump call it? Locker room talk? Red Bull, Red Bull dissolves your tongue? I could see that kind of happening over time. Red Bull's brutal. I never understood why people like that drink. It just... It feels like you're on a shaky roller coaster all day for me. No, but protein shakes eat your wiener. These are... These two people are probably certified doctors on Instagram right now and they've got a book about how protein eats your wiener and other facts about fitness and health I got a taser cool when can we try it on <laughs> who 
can we try? Who can we try it out on? I read that as <laughs> cool. <laughs> when can we try it on? Both scenarios a lot of fun. Trying it out on someone and then trying it on as well. A taser suit. Maybe that's one way to upgrade laser tag is we do laser taser where instead of it just being a fake beep, 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 you really get tased. Tased and confused would be my laser taser company. Cool. Who can we try it out on? That's an honest question. I feel like we should have a purge light where assholes get put into like a bowl arena and we taser them all. Maybe we ride around on uh, those those bird scooters. It's like a it's like a, a a cement arena, and we ride around on bird scooters and we taser assholes running around in the middle. Just an idea for the Olympics. I think they're coming up. Oh, John, of course. That motherfucker will do anything for forty dollars. They never did tase him, but he did eat coffee pod for eighty dollars and puked for a solid ten minutes. John sounds like a problem. They never tried out the taser, but he ate a coffee pod. This is what happens when you eat too much protein and drink Red Bull. Dude, grab me an energy drink. What flavor? Purple? Purple tastes like purple. When you're a kid, the color is the flavor. So I totally understand this. It's like, yeah, purple's the, the flavor purple. But to be honest, anything grape flavored was so gross as a kid. It was so nasty. Same thing with like banana flavored stuff. Any flavor other than the natural thing is just gross to me. But sure, what flavor? Purple. Here's another one. You're Italian as fuck, so you're predisposed to high cholesterol. Which, to be boring, because I love nutritional facts, cholesterol is not the enemy. We need cholesterol. Cholesterol is just fat. And your brain eats fat. When you're a kid, when you're a baby, most of the food that you take in is high fat food for your brain it's the sugars that are the problem so let that be a little fact for you guys protein eats your wiener and fat feeds your brain where did you hear that here on the sharp tongue podcast he's got a whole bunch more thanks ebelly we're gonna save these for the next episode because you have like 20 more of these things anybody else please send me your overheards jesse may peluso comedy at gmail.com Calm. What else do we have before we get into who sent me a DM? You know what? Fark it. We're going to keep this week's episode short and sweet. We did a couple Carpe DMs. We got into uh, people being hateful in the chat, in the, in, in the comment section, not having fun. And I told you guys I was going to try to maintain my excitement. <gasps> who sent me a DM? I think I did pretty well. This is just unbelievable. I can't believe this person reached out. I didn't know they had Instagram. I thought for sure they were way too famous for Instagram. And there are certain people who are just that level of fame. They're so famous. They don't even care about social media. Like Bill Murray doesn't need social media. Kevin Hart doesn't need social media. But Kevin Hart says no to nothing. Bill Murray has a, a landline. And that's how he gets work. He doesn't care about social media. He doesn't need social media. It's not Bill Murray. That's another one where I would have really flipped out but I would have known it wasn't Bill Bill's not on the socials this person I know is on the socials I just know it's like the dark web socials where they're on with a fake handle and it's kind of like a variation and he sent me a dm and I'm like oh my god I think we're married Brad Pitt yeah Brad Pitt there he is you can tell it's his photo so it's really him he only has one follower so that's how you know it's really Brad Pitt because he is hidden and the, the one follower is me. 
it's me. And Brad Pitt says, hi, that's also how you know it's Brad. He doesn't need to say too much. He doesn't need to say too much. He has so many movies. He doesn't need to speak. Other people write for him. So he has no need to actually speak or, or create language because he's Brad Pitt. And also this account is me and I sent it to myself to make me feel good about life. That's what you have to do sometimes. Sometimes you should just create a fan account for the person you fan out the most and send it to yourself. Kind of like sending yourself flowers. I don't know who this person is, but they're trying to scam me and it almost worked because I almost responded, Brad. It makes me think of that time Josh Wolf gave me Brad Pitt's phone number and I kept it for months. And I actually planned with Carly what I was gonna say to Brad Pitt because I thought for sure Josh Wolf had Brad Pitt's number. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. How did he get it? I didn't worry about those, those unnecessary details. I just planned my phone call with Brad Pitt. Planned it out for like two months. And then I even, asked Josh like what should I say to Brad he's like just be yourself I'm like cool cool that's a great idea and Carly's like have you picked out your outfit I'm like for a phone call you're not wrong you need an outfit for a phone call helps your confidence helps your voice you want to sound confident and insecure so I picked out my outfit with something real cute and uh it wasn't Brad no it was Josh Wolf's voicemail of him just laughing and it and it will go down as one of the best and worst moments of my life Realizing I didn't have Brad Pitt's number. But hey, he slid in my DMs, not yours. So take that. Take that. And take this episode. It's a cute, short, sweet episode. And shove it right in inside your joy hole. And, and I hope it fills you with joy. I hope this podcast fills you with joy. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode this week and to this podcast every week. And I'll see you next week. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.